0: Welcome to Smart Poker Study, the podcast dedicated to helping you play more effectively, earn more money, and be 1% better every day. I'm your host, Sky Matsuhashi. In last week's episode number 264, I interviewed poker pro and coach Brad Wilson. Don't miss it. It's poker study time, y'all. Hello and welcome to episode 265 of the Smart Poker Study Podcast. My name is Sky, and I'm your host. If it's your first episode, thank you so much for stopping by, for checking it out. But I do want you to take the time right now, subscribe to this podcast within your favorite podcatcher so you catch all the incredible poker strategy episodes along with Q&As and the kind of infrequent, the occasional interviews that I do as well. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, thank you so much for sharing the show with your friends and for subscribing as well. So today, I'm going to help you get more out of your studies by applying what you learn on the felt with focus sessions. But before we get to that, I want to take a little bit of time to let you know that the Smart Poker Study Podcast is brought to you by ThePokerForge.com. It's my poker training membership site. So members get access to a growing library of strategy videos and resources that cover everything you need to become a winning poker player. There's a different theme every month with at least eight videos all geared toward turning you into the poker player that you want to be. And this month, we are making you into a profitable cbetter. Members are learning and working to make more positive EV bluff and value c bets than ever before. My latest strategy video just dropped a couple days ago, and in it I teach them to use board texture to make more successful bluffs. There's also a monthly live Q&A session, quizzes, bonus resources, discounts, and perks. Plus, you get to build poker friendships and share advice in our active member community. The PokerForge.com is the place to be for serious poker players. It's a no-brainer. It's like targeting the mark at the table. So visit pokerforge.com to check it out and join today. All righty, let's get to focus sessions. Please visit the show notes page for everything I discussed today at www.smartpokerstudy.com pod265. Let's roll. Gambate! And now for our feature presentation. So what is a focus session? A focus session is where you play only one or two tables for at least 30 minutes where you are intently focused on putting one strategy into play. Of course, that doesn't mean you're ignoring everything else, right? If you're working on making better bluff c-bets, you won't mindlessly 2-bet or 3-bet pre-flop just to give you the opportunity to c-bet. You're simply looking for every opportunity to make profitable c-bet bluffs, whether you're involved in the hand or not. Focus sessions give you a great opportunity to diligently apply your off-the-felt studies to your on-the-felt game. Too many players passively just watch a video or read a book or listen to a podcast, and they just hope that that's enough to build their skills. Maybe they take some notes, but without actively applying the strategies you learn, this is just uh, like a wasteful passive study time. Your goal must be to actively learn as much as you can, You do this by taking action and practicing what you're learning off the felt. So I have three very simple steps for your focus sessions. Step one is to choose or create an action step to take. If you are not new to my podcast or my books or my training videos, you know that I'm all about taking action. Everything that I create not only teaches you a strategy, but it also tells you how to practice that strategy on the felt because I always give you action steps or challenges. There are actually two challenges coming at you just within this episode. Now, I'm doing my best to make it easy for you to be an active learner. If you're watching videos or reading somebody else's books, most of the time they just teach you the strategy. That's good, but it's now up to you to figure out how to put that strategy into play. So for example, if you watch a random YouTube video on sea betting you have to come up with your own action step. You have to pay attention to the, t- to the things that they're talking about, and then figure out on your own how to implement that on the felt. But I do things a little bit differently. In my latest Poker PokerForge strategy video, I taught members the benefits of utilizing flop texture for better c-bet bluffing. In the video, I started with discussing strategy. Then I demonstrated how to do some off-the-felt work with a, with, with a certain spreadsheet that I gave them, and Flopzilla Pro, you do that kind of work to improve your flop understanding. Then at the end of the video, I gave three action steps. Two were off the felt so they can work on their game off the felt. And then one of the action steps was actually applying what you're learning off the felt during your study sessions. So if members simply follow these three action steps, they're being active participants in their poker education. So that's just the first step to doing focus sessions. Decide on the action step that you are going to work on. The second step is to know the elements at play. So when you're implementing a new strategy on the felt, you're not just willy-nilly button-clicking without taking into considerations at least a few bits of information. For example, uh, if your goal is to bluff c-bet more frequently and profitably, you're not going to indiscriminately throw out bluff c right? That's just not a smart play. Instead, you must think about these various elements. You must think about which players are most susceptible to folding versus c-bets. You must consider your relative position versus them. You must strive to put yourself into a profitable c-betting opportunity against foldy players as much as possible. You must pay attention to their fold to c-bet statistics and their raise c-bet and their check raise c-bet statistics as well. You must take into account the size of the pot, the stack sizes involved, and whether or not they are already committed to the pot. You must choose the best C-bet bluffing size that maximizes your fold equity while it saves you chips at the same time when your bluffs don't work. And you must put them on a preflop range of hands and gauge how well that range interacts with the board. And so you can see right there, that's a load of elements to keep in mind for just one strategy focus of making better bluff c-bets. So it's critical that you write all of these elements down on a piece of paper uh, to prepare you for an effective focus session. And then step three, well, Nike said it best, just do it. So now that you know the action step that you want to take and the elements involved, simply get on the felt and do it. Take a little bit of time, read and noodle on your list of elements for Bluff C-Bets during your pre-session warm-up. Then, fire up one or two tables and play with focus. So for our example of C-Bet Bluffing, you're going to be looking for every single positive EV or profitable C-Bet Bluffing spot. Do this even when you're not involved in the hand. You want to assess the caller's range in the board, look at their stats and the stack sizes, all that jazz I just mentioned. And you want to decide whether or not the open raiser, whether that's you or somebody else, should be making a bluff c-bet on this board at this time. And for hands that you are involved in, when you come across a good opportunity, make the bluff c-bet and tag the hand for review. If you encounter any questionable hands that maybe confuse you, tag those as well so that you can spend time off the felt in your next review session, kind of, or not kind of, you know, actually figuring out whether or not it is a good bluff c-bet spot. I challenge you. (laughs) Choose a strategy you want to practice in your next session. Create an action step and write down the important elements to focus on as you practice your strategy. Now I challenge you to take action. After the break, I'll help you implement focus sessions. So just a few shout outs today. Um, there were some lovely poker peeps who decided to purchase Poker Tracker 4 through my affiliate link. They understand the value of recording all your hands, going through your database, looking at your stats, looking at your opponent's stats, reviewing showdown hands, looking at c-betting opportunities, seeing why your bluffs didn't work. All that jazz, poker tracker Four is the software. So Michael Strassener and Matt Bailock Boach both purchased it through my link. They went to smartpokerstudy.com slash poker tracker four to make that purchase. And in thanks for purchasing it, well, I gave them my smart HUD, which is the number one HUD uh, for online poker players. And here are some people that purchased the HUD directly because they already had Poker Tracker 4. Danielle Fiori, Tiago Alex, and Remo Jovan, along with Mayor Pahiliani. These are some lovely poker peeps that they realized they weren't exploiting their opponents to the max. They needed the smart HUD. So they went to smartpokerstudy.com slash smart HUD. They checked out what the HUD entails, purchased it, downloaded it, uploaded it into PokerTracker 4. Now they are exploiting their opponents to the max. So thank you very much. All righty. Back to class, poker peeps. Alrighty, now, I recommend doing focus sessions in one of two ways. Number one is to do it for your entire session, and number two is at the start of a normal session. So let's talk about for your entire session first. Uh, let's say you're used to playing four tables at a time, but you really want to ingrain bluff seabetting as an effective strategy. So you decide to play just two tables for two hours each day this week. This is going to give you more time to focus on watching every hand that sees the flop, and gauging the profitability of bluff c-betting on every single one of those hands. Imagine how much better you're going to be with 14 hours of c-bet bluffing focus. You'll train those c-bet bluffing elements into your thought process for every hand that sees the flop, and you'll pull the trigger numerous times on those uh, positive EV c-bet bluffs. You'll also see many spots where a c-bet bluff won't work, so you don't make it and you end up saving yourself money for it. After that full week of focus, you can go back to your normal four-table sessions and work to continue your great c-bet bluffing skills with more hands coming at you at a time. Now, the second way is to do it at the start of a normal session. So you can start your first 30 minutes of any session with just one or two tables as you focus on bluff c Now, after your 30 minutes is up, and if you feel like it, add tables until you get to your desired number, you know, your normal number of tables. And if you're normally just a one or two tabler, just continue your session with a focus on see about bluffing. All right, and I want to give you a little bit of help to stay focused. Now, there are two different uh study strategies or in-game strategies that I use to help me stay focused. Number one is game tape, and it, it really does help a lot. Uh, I talked about game tape back in episode 261 just a few weeks ago. Now, Game tape helps you stay focused on the task at hand because you are forcing yourself to speak through the logic you use for all of your decisions. So the goal would be to speak about each of the elements for each c-bet bluffing decision and ultimately why you pulled the trigger or why you didn't with every bluff c-betting opportunity. And one last thing that helps me stay focused is utilizing a tick sheet. Now, you can see a picture of what a tick sheet looks like in the show notes page for today. A tick sheet can be used to track the number of times that you do a specific action. So if you're working on bluff c-bets, your tick sheet can contain maybe like three columns. Column number one is bluff c-bets. Number two, value c-bets. And number three, failed to c-bet or chose not to c-bet maybe. Every time you make one of these plays, you put a little tick mark or check mark, however you want to do it, at the top of the page underneath or in the appropriate column. There's not a magical number of checks or tick marks to have in each column at the end of your session. The whole idea with this task is to just help you keep focused on c As long as you're making a check mark under the different column um, uh, that corresponds with your with your chosen play, you're probably staying focused on the strategies that you're trying to implement. And just as a quick little aside, let's say you were testing out different c-bet sizings. Your columns could be half pot, two-thirds pot, or three-quarter pot instead. I challenge you! <laughs> Play five focus sessions this week surrounding one strategy that you're studying off the felt. For you, Poker Forge members, c-bet bluffing is a perfect strategy to focus on. Choose whether or not you'll do a focus session for 30 minutes or maybe for your entire normal session. Write out the important elements, then get to practicing. Tag every hand where you use your strategy or the hands where you choose not to use it so that you can review them later on off the felt. Now I challenge you to take action. Alrighty, make sure you head over to the show notes page www.smartpokerstudy.com slash pod265 for the show notes and related links for this week's episode. Thanks as always for listening and I will be back next week with a brand new study strategy episode. And if you enjoyed today's, I invite you to check out Pokerforge.com. This is the essential resource for any poker player at any stage of the game, especially if you want to turn yourself into a great see-better, because that's what we're all about this month in the Poker Forge. Also, check out my new podcast called Daily Poker Tips. I say new, it's probably like two months old by now, but you can get it as an Alexa skill for any English-speaking Alexa user, or you can just find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, study smart, play much, and make your next session the best one yet.